Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Gloria the Gorilla was the best attraction at Disney Animal Kingdom. I worked there as a zookeeper for almost 13 months. Most people who came to visit her knew her more affectionately as Gogo. She was outgoing, friendly, and a regular clown when people stopped by to take pictures. Recently, my boss decided it would be an extra treat for Gloria's birthday if we taught her a few simple signs so she could potentially communicate with the tourists. I didn't see a reason to object to the idea and started learning American Sign Language right away. Surprisingly, it was harder for me to catch on than the gorilla. But anyway, Gloria was catching on and learning commands like drink and eat, that sort of thing. Thankfully, after about three months of trial and error, again, mostly me, I could tell we had both made great progress and were ready for the big day. Well, at least I thought so until about a week back. It was Saturday. I came into work a little early for a lecture and had gotten all dressed up for the occasion. As I walked into her area, I signed to her a simple good morning and asked her if she wanted to eat. She signed back frantically. Danger. I paused and tried to make sure I wasn't misinterpreting what she had said to me. Stranger? I signed back. She repeated the sign and I realized my second guess had been right. Was Gloria having trouble distinguishing my face because I had makeup on? I went to the cage and tried to sign it again, reassuring her that it was me. Instead, this time she signed something different. Beware. Then I heard a noise in the room and I felt my hair stand up on my neck. There was no one there except me and Gloria. What the hell was making that noise? I turned to look around as my ape companion started to howl excitedly and shake against the cage. At first I was going to tell her to calm down. Then all of a sudden some of the heavy equipment was flying toward my head. I shouted in alarm and fell to the floor. It smashed and clattered as Gloria kept trying to attack her cage and get free. Nervously I reached up and took out my keys. I said a silent prayer and unlatched the cage, letting her out. The massive gorilla towered over me as she started to beat her chest, protecting me from whatever evil was here with us. More strange flickering of lights occurred as she rushed toward the other side of the room, shouting and flailing her arms at the unseen enemy. I heard another louder shriek exiting the room as the lights went completely out. I stood up and grabbed a taser, following Gloria out to see where it had gone. The hallways were silent, and my ape friend was now having a hard time calming down. When she turned her eyes to me, I saw they were completely red, like the devil itself was inside Gloria. She started to run toward me, a two-ton mass of flesh that could break my bones in less than five seconds. Before I had a chance to aim my weapon, she slammed me to the ground and started to pound her fists into my chest. Blood scattered across my face as I choked and felt my ribs break. A few moments later, several officers downed her with bullets. Her bulky body fell to the side with a moan as they rushed to my side. They treated me and told the public that Gloria had rabies. It was the only explanation that made sense. But I know what happened that day. And when I hear the strange whispers amid the zoo, I feel on edge because I know that none of us are safe. Growing up near a graveyard means that I can always count on one of two things happening around this time of year. The neighbor kids will sneak around the cemetery and pretend to be ghosts to prank my siblings and I. That or the place will flood when an autumn thunderstorm rolls in. 
Last night, the weather proved I was right about the ladder. So when my little brother Joey told me that there was a strange tall man standing out there staring at the house, I thought nothing of it. No one would be out in that storm. He came again about half an hour later to pester me so I got up to take a look. Sure enough, I saw a pale man, almost albino, standing in mud that went up to his ankles. It looked like he was wearing an outfit for the KKK with a black chrome mask on. Hey, hey you, get out of here before I call the cops, I yelled. The man just stood there, not saying a word. Is he a ghost? Joey asked. He's going to come get us, Catherine squeaked. There's no such thing as ghosts, I chided them both. Get in your rooms, I added. I tried to call the police, but the storm made reception too spotty. There was no indication the call even went through. Then the lines went dead. All the while, the man in the faceless mask didn't move a muscle. I grabbed a flashlight and my dad's service pistol from the safe. He had told me only to use it in an emergency if he wasn't home. I mustered up as much bravery as I could to go confront our intruder. In the dim evening light, I waved toward the man and tried to scare him away without getting too close. All he did was continue to stare upward toward the second floor window where Joey and Kath were hiding. This is your last warning, I screamed. His quiet behavior only struck me as more bizarre. Was he in fact a spirit? I raised Dad's gun above my head and fired a warning shot. The man looked at me briefly unfazed and then turned and walked away into the shadows. A wave of relief fell over my body as I returned to the house. I went upstairs to tell Joey and Kath the good news. Instead, I was greeted by an empty room. Furniture, clothing, and toys were strewn about showing signs of a struggle. I ran through the house trying to see if they were hiding anywhere else and shouted out their names. Only silence answered me in return. I scrambled back toward their room. Panic ripped my body. Then I saw the muddy fingerprints near their window and realized what had happened. I looked down toward the graveyard where the man had been standing and staring for almost an hour toward our house in the ghost costume. Except now instead of one man, there were two. Time and time again, the doorbell has told me that I had someone at my door. I always check the webcam and see nothing. I opened my door and stared out toward an empty front lawn. It's hard to sleep thinking someone was playing mind games with me. My suspicion was confirmed yesterday when I got at least 10 notifications on my phone. Since I couldn't check my webcam due to being so far out in the country, I decided to call up my brother-in-law, Jimmy. Hey, it's Matt. Can you do me a huge favor and swing by the house? I keep getting a buzz on my cell that someone is like on my front porch. Jimmy reported back half an hour later, confirming that nothing indicated that anyone was near to the house. Was this a prank or just some scam from the company? I decided enough was enough and called the manufacturer last night. I figure if I can't get it to work, I can at least get a refund. The technician answered the phone. Are you certain there is an issue, sir? We've been monitoring things on our end and can't detect any sort of malfunction. So then some bastard is doing this at night, waking me at odd hours? Why the hell would anyone do that? I shouted in frustration. It could be that you have criminal activity in your area, sir. They are more wary of our devices and might be testing to see if it works or not before breaking in. I clenched the phone hard, realizing I had never considered that. Maybe that was why I felt so vulnerable the other day. Is there any way I can review the tapes? I asked. We have set up a network feed that logs the past 48 hours. Only you can see the tapes, as we respect our customers' privacy. But if you do have an issue, you are authorized to go to the police. I immediately hung up the phone 
and logged onto the online system for the videos and started checking each and every one of them. I had to know the truth about what was going on here. After fast forwarding through about seven hours of footage, I paused it right at around 7.13 last night. There was someone approaching the door. It was a tall, dark figure just standing there in front of the camera. It was hard to make out a face or even body, but it didn't look exactly human. The way it moved made me feel uneasy to say the least. It stood there for almost five minutes and then just walked away, almost disappearing into the evening light. I started playing the tape again, trying to see if the figure would return. He came back at least five times, all within a 30 minute interval. I checked the time. It was almost 7.13 again, and I got a notification on my phone. I pulled up the video and saw the same figure standing there, just standing there, staring at the door. I felt my heart race as I saw its black eyes and skeletal frame lurch toward the door, and I heard it claw gently against the wood. Then after what seemed like eternity, it was gone. I didn't sleep a wink last night. I kept hearing it come to my door. Finally, I called the police and asked them to park a car outside my house. When I saw the figure on camera again, I called them frantically. Is that patrol car still outside? That freaking bastard is here, I screamed. I could see its teeth moving around in a circle in its mouth as it scratched on the door. Yeah, we're outside and we're about to drive away. Next time you call us and it's a false alarm, you'll be in trouble, mister, the officer said. I stared at the webcam and then watched as they drove away. The creature was only something I could see and it was going to keep waiting for me to come outside. Thanks for listening. If you're tuning in on Apple Podcast, please take a minute to leave a review. Your review directly helps the podcast grow and allows me to continue coming out with the best horror stories on the internet. Thank you so much.